beautiful feet, having beautiful feet that's going forth in this hour to bring the gospel. And we are a part of that. Amen? We're a part of that army. You know, we sinned, yes, to other places, to other countries, this country in the Middle East. That's important. We also send this army right into Black Duck, Bemidji, Solway, Shevlin, Pennington, all these places, Ten Strike area. It's a day, it's a place in time, I believe. I heard Pat Robertson say that there's, this is last week, he mentioned, I'm not sure I can quote him exactly, but it's like, the greatest move of God's spirit in the earth, people coming to Christ that he's ever seen, and I, I think he said that has ever been as far as numbers are concerned, people coming to Christ now in this day. And you know, I do not believe that northern Minnesota is going to be left out. I don't. I do not believe that. I believe it may be forerunner of other things, even in this state. The outpouring of God's Spirit, just like the headwaters of the Mississippi start just a few miles from here. And then it goes through the whole state and, and receives, you know, tributaries from all over the place. And then it actually goes through the whole nation. And then out in the Gulf of Mexico, and then out over the whole world. It's a day and an hour. Do you sense it in your spirit? Oh, what a joy. Oh, what a joy. And you say, well, what do we do to make that happen? Enjoy life in Jesus. And you will be a light. That's what he wants for you. He wants you to be enjoying your life right now. Not after this happens, not after that happens, or once I graduate, or once I get this job, or once I get out of this job, or once I get married, or once I get whatever. Now. When is now? Now is now. Right now. Right now. He wants us to do that. He wants us to do that right now. That's his desire because he's our loving Heavenly Father 
who loves us so much. Oh, he, we sang about it this morning. He arrested death. I asked Dean to learn that song last week. We had heard it at the Truebridge Conference down in the cities, which, by the way, Adam and Vicki were able to come to also this year with Joyce and I. That's where all the church, different churches and leaders and such, we meet at Eden Prairie. It's at City Hill Church there. One of the first people that Adam and Vicki met, I know Vicki for sure, as we walked in the door, was the mother, and I'll say this correctly because we're recording now, so earlier, the first part, we didn't record because there's some stuff you just can't, you know, but uh, we, they met a mother of two ladies who, with their families, are in the land that we've been talking about. Yeah. They're, they're in a Truebridge church from Marshall, Minnesota. God connected it. God connected it. And there were other connections there. The pastor, uh, Pastor Kent Norell of the church there at Neiden Prairie, he, he's mission-hearted, mission-connected. He was a missionary in Dominican Republic for 25 years. And he's getting a strong connection now, the church there at City Hill in Eden Prairie with Bethany Gateways, Bethany Fellowship, and Bethany College. By the way, we met some guys that knew Dan. How many years ago was it, Dan? I don't know. Uh, and they remember Dan Woodward, because Dan went to school there. Um, back in the early 70s, right? Or, or 70s? 74, 75. And, um, but the connections were really coming strong from, there's someone named John Peterson, some of you may know him, he used to live in Bemidji, and uh, connections there with the church locally there. And uh, I was praying, Lord, help connect it here so that Adam and Vicki can meet this pastor. Because, you know, it was a big conference, probably about this many people there, if not more, probably. And he uh, was busy. You know, he was the hosting church and all this. And just so happened, just so happened, it was at the same ta table that we had lunch at, Joyce and I did last year, a year ago, where we met one of the daughters of this mother that Vicki met and her husband, who were just about to go to that country. And so we got to meet them and we got to have, I think it was Adam talked on the phone with them, another connection they got to have, and here comes Pastor Norell, right at the close of lunchtime, we spent an hour and a half together. You know, our lives are filled with connections like that. Have you ever noticed it? Have you been sensitive to it? The fact, that's how God leads us, by His Spirit. The thing is that we are to be servants of the Lord. We see ourselves that way. We're God's children 
but we are also, at the same time, we're servants. And a servant, as we saw a couple weeks ago, has laid down their life for their Lord. And it's not their will, but his will. That's important. And as we do that, life comes. Joy comes. And it's the kind of a life that we love to live. Just, just this morning before I, Joyce often lays things in, my, my re, in the restroom that she wants me to read. And uh, I just happened to pick this up this morning. And uh, you know, my, the thoughts of the message were on my heart. It's on servant, servanthood. I really, the title is Humble Servant Encouragers. But it's those who have laid down their will for his will. And see, that can sound bad if we're allowing our carnal mind to come in, having to do everything God's way. The thing is, if we know how much he loves us, we know how good it's going to be. He's going to lead us into things where we're going to love that kind of life. And it's going to protect us. It's going to keep us. Just this morning, I was talking with Kent. We were sitting like over there in the front row over here, and Danny had gone in the back. A little, how old is Danny? Two or two year old, and he had found a flag in the back there. The only thing is, there wasn't a flag on it, it was just a stick. And I think he thought it was a sword. <laughs> but he was, he came up here with it, and we were sitting over here talking, and and then he got into this, he looked like a baton twirler. I mean, he was just going like this. It was going, it really had good rhythm to it, didn't it? The only thing was it was getting real close to his eye, you know, as it was whipping around. And Kent says, Danny, come here. Because he wanted to tell him, okay, let's get you a real flag with a flag on it, you know, and not one of this kind that's going to hurt you. And Danny, you could just see it on his face. He took a few steps, but then he stopped. He says, I know what he's going to do. He's going to take my sword away. <laughs> and, but then Kent says, Danny, come here. And then I could see this look on Danny's face like, am I going to do what my dad is saying or... Am I going to do what I want to do right now? <laughs> and it took a few times for Kent to say it. But eventually, Danny came over there, and he ex Kent explained to him um, what was going on, and we got a flag for him that he could use. But see, Danny knew that Kent really loved him. You see... We know, we can know, that our Father God really loves us. So that what he tells us to do is not going to be bad. It's going to lead to a life that we love. And that's what I was reading here of Joyce Meyer. It says, here's her new book. It's Living a Life You Love. And then the subtitle, Embracing the adventure of being led by the Holy Spirit. Not by me or my fleshly mind, 
but by the Spirit, my Spirit and the Holy Spirit within, being led by the Spirit of God, which sometimes can cross my will, my fleshly will. One of the songs that the team led us in was it talked about taking up our cross. The thing is with that, and Jesus said that, he said, if you'll be my disciple, take up your cross daily and follow me. And I heard that explained before that the cross, it's where my will crosses his. And then I bring my will into line with his. I submit. I yield to his lordship. And see, when that happens, we will live a life that we love. Don't, we can't listen to the lies of the enemy where he'll tell us just the opposite, that if we truly give our lives to God, our lives are going to be messed up. I know that so well that can happen, right? Because it happened with me. Before I really determined that Jesus was going to be the Lord of my life, Jesus was the Savior of my life back when I was in college, but I hadn't, I guess I hadn't even dealt with that concept or hadn't thought about it, His Lordship. And see, we can't be a servant unless we have a Lord. But what a blessing to have a Lord who loves us so much that He came and He laid down His life for us so we can live forever with him. You know what? We're going to be serving the Lord forever. And I'm not just talking about days on the earth. And you know what? We're going to be loving life forever. And I'm not just talking about days in heaven. You say, is that possible to really love my life. That's exactly what we're saying this morning. And the way that comes is when I am yielded, when I'm yielded to Him. And it's daily. It's every day. It's it's daily having that communion with the Lord, the interaction with him, just, and really it's a life of praying without ceasing, in other words, talking to God, living with God all the time. From the moment we get up in the morning, Kent was telling me he was reading his Bible in bed this morning before he even got out of bed. But then it's all day long, all the way through, all the way through, all the way through until we go to bed. But then you know what? Your spirit is still, there's an awareness in your spirit all night. And God never sleeps and he never slumbers. The word tells us that. He gives us sweet sleep for our bodies. And that's exactly what he wants to give you if you haven't been having that. That's what he wants to give you. Sweet, the word set calls it that. Sweet. 
Say sweet. Sweet sleep. Where your immune system is restored. Where your body is readied for that next day. But you know what? Through the whole night, there can be continued prayer, continued communication, continued receiving from the Lord, continued working of His Spirit in our beings. All through the night, all through the night, all through the night. Have you ever had it? You know, some people are more geared this way probably with music. They're just like, there's almost always a song rotating in your, I know I have that. Like, like the songs we sang today now. I'll wake up in the middle of the night. Death is arrested and my life began. I had that all week, Dane. All week, that song. <laughs> In fact, two weeks. It was, or was it, yeah, no, last week. I mean, that. I found myself, I was raking some leaves this week. Death was arrested and my life began. But through the night, wake up in the night, there's a song. There's a song. There's a song. Sometimes I wake up and it's, what a day for a daydream. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> you know, that's another thing. I was listening. Joyce gave me a CD we just got from Joyce Meyer Ministry, and she says, we can get so stinking religious. She says, we think that the only songs we can listen to are religious songs or spiritual songs. And then she just was saying, you know, she could tell the crowd was really quiet. She says, oh, I guess I'm going to get in trouble here now. Am I in trouble here? I mean, there's some songs that are good songs. Right, Tim? Tim rewrites some of those songs. I, what do you call that? A liter not not alliteration, but where he takes you know a tune like "What a Day." In fact, he did it with "What a Day for a Daydream," for me, because I kind of liked that song when I was younger, and uh, put. I think it was "What a Day to Praise Jesus." We'll have to have Tim sing it for us sometime. <laughs> no, but anyway, living and walking, and talking, and fishing, and swimming, and raking, and shopping, and working. What kind of work? With the Lord, and with your wife, <laughs> raking the leaves. How to love your life, love your wife. <laughs> Let's say that together. How to love your life, love your... That wasn't very loud. <laughs> <clears throat> but loving our wives, 
Amen. You say, well, I do love my life, my wife. <laughs> How do you show it? How do we show it? How do we show it? <laughs> Joyce is wondering what I'm going to say next. <laughs> Ken says, be careful. I think we'll move on here to the next part. <laughs> Actually, I think it's just about time to stop. <laughs> you know, you might think, so, we made the time today to do what we did with Adam and Vicki. So important. So important that we're on the same page together with this. And so important with our kids. And I know it was a little stretch for them to be up here that long. But um, they saw it. It's ascending. It's ascending forth into this place. You know, we have all different places. I believe we're so privileged to have folks like Adam and Vicki, brothers and sisters and their family, Stephan and Josiah, to be a part of our church. And we can be that closely involved. And I know a lot of there's a number of you have gone to this country that we're focused on there now. And I say we are because we are. We all together are. It's part of our vision. You know, the vision of connecting people to God, connecting people to people, and then connecting people to service. But we have all different ways of serving. One way is to serve God like Adam and Vicki are doing. But you know what? Whatever you are doing in your homes or in the workplace, you can serve God just as much. Just as much. The plumber, I believe, is just as much a servant as the preacher. We believe every believer is a minister of God's love. Amen? No matter what we're doing, and we don't dichotomize our lives into the spiritual over here, or some may say religious, and then the secular over here. No. No. We're all believers, and we desire to be servants of God. And we know that's going to, as we do that, the higher the level we do it, the more we'll be living a life that we love. So Holy Spirit, we ask you to just affirm this thought, these thoughts in our hearts. Just bring them on strong, we pray, in our lives. And just a releasing thing, and this thing even of servanthood, that it's not a hard, harsh thing. We know, Jesus, you said that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. You said to come to you if we're weary and heavy laden and you'd give us rest. Lord, that's how we want to walk. That's how we would serve. And we know that's what you desire for us. And so we pray that we may be freed from any kind of 
religious things, which we know you were talking about in that scripture, Lord, that would bring burdens upon us and release us to live our lives in close union with you, in freedom and joy, in service, encouraging others in love, which we know is centered on other people. And we know you will take care of us. You will, totally. And bring shalom and wholeness, spirit, soul, and body, and financially, and relationally, in every way. So we re just receive your fresh filling of your Holy Spirit and your love right now in this place and all those that are hearing this online. In Jesus' name we receive it. Amen. Hallelujah. No, no, you can try. Okay. okay. Notice what we have here. John, our son John and his wife Jen's two little girls, Clementine and Millie, came to church today and brought us fresh dandelions. I love it. That made me happy. Yeah. Be blessed. Yeah. Amen. Yes, there will be that coffee time. There is not a meal today. And you probably saw on the mailings, the email, where we're at, where they're building fund. It's moving right along. We've already have 21, over 21,000 in and just 13 some thousand left for those projects. Good, great sowing opportunity for us. And tithes and offerings you can put in the boxes in the back. And Lord, we do just pray over those tithes and offerings and giving. We, we just give them as offerings of love from our hearts of love toward you, God. Yes, our finances, that's how we give them unto you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. If you would like ministry, altar ministry, there will be ministers up here to pray with you. God bless you all as we go out into the mission fields all around us here. Amen? In Jesus' name.